How about the winner gets a kiss? Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't. What, what was the line? Hold on, hold on, I've written down. You can drain my energy anytime. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Gambit. At, at the start of this, when we started this whole thing, you're like, "Who's your favorite character?" I'm like, "I really liked Gambit," <laughs> and I and I'm reading. I'm like going through the episode. I'm like, "Oh, I liked a monster." <laughs> 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 oh, 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 I take oh. that back. Oh, Matthew, no, no. <laughs> Welcome to Repeatable, the podcast where we check out something old and decide if it's worth coming back to. I'm your host, Seth. And I am Apocalypse. Oh, you need some reverb on that one. I'm sure you can handle that. It is I, Apocalypse. Something, something, death bad, Apocalypse. I, I think we're gonna get some good numbers on this one because our high, our uh, right now our current highest rated episode is uh, Enter Magneto. So I feel like just any any uh, uh, X Men villains in the title is gonna is gonna bring the people. It's good to be bad. Yeah, people like the villains. <laughs> How are you, Seth? I'm pretty good. How about you? I am doing good. I. Uh, I know you were eager to chat with me about Moon Knight, and I'm like three episodes behind, so I apologize for that. Oh, episode five is a it's a, a heartbreaker. I won't get into it, but yeah, that's a good one. This Friday, I'm gonna see uh, the the new Doctor Strange movie, though. Oh, yeah i I have some podcasts that I love listening to, but they. Uh, they are they do reviews yeah. with, with spoilers so yep. it's like my schedule's off because i can't listen to my favorite weekly podcast um so yeah i got to find time to watch strange too to be fair there's a lot of uh youtube channels that i follow like they reviewed the tv series and they review uh like these movies and stuff like that so like most of my stuff i have to like scroll through quickly on if i go on youtube because i'm like they're talking either about moon knight or doctor strange i'm like i haven't seen either of them are you spoiler sensitive i'm a bit spoiler sensitive yeah okay i'm not like generally i'm not i feel pretty good about what like if i want to watch something i'll watch it even if i know something important that's happening coming up i feel like i can still enjoy it i don't generally feel like yeah i don't i spoilers don't definitely don't spoil for me well i watched no way home not in theater but once it came out on dvd so i mean i knew of things happening right i knew that there's gonna be the three spider-men i was more upset about the fact that a picture was up of showed uh like daredevil uh, Matt Murdock, yeah, talking. Yeah. I was more, I was more upset about that one because I'm like, oh, that would have been an actual genuine surprise, right? So, mm-hmm. spoiler yeah. alert. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Rocky Road. This uh, this internet uh, thing. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to get into some good habits. Also, trying to get back into some good habits. So, I got a book that I've been working on for a while that's been on hold for. Pretty much, well, let's just say the pandemic and and <laughs> and ch- the childhood of my kids. So I'm trying to get back into that. And I'll add one last little thing. I uh, was at the library and uh, I picked up a, a graphic novel interpretation of uh, 1984. 
Okay. It is. It's very good. It is wow. very. It was. Uh, I really enjoy the art style that's throughout it, and the this. I've never actually read through the uh, the 1984 novel, so it's been uh, lots of twists and turns, and I've been uh, thoroughly loving it. Oh, okay, that's good. But X Men, good. But X Men. <laughs> uh, so we are starting with Come the Apocalypse. So last time we had Apocalypse show up. And uh, I was excited because it seemed like they were doing a Thanos thing, but now they've just come to... He's in the next episode, so... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, come the apocalypse, so I'll try and give it the, the brief recap. So, uh, apocalypse um, is the big the big bad. He's come to town. He's trying to uh, enslave all of mutant kind, and uh, I guess his big plan is just destroy Earth. Um he gives some kind of reason, I think, just because he knows people so well. So he's like, screw it, we're destroying everybody. And uh, they have to try and stop him. That's an that's, apt that's, description. Yeah, apt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do, so, well, let's just jump in with that. So I do, I do like right off the top um, that it starts off kind of like right where the other one left off. I wonder. I don't know why this one wasn't labeled like a part one, part two, to be continued kind of thing. Because it literally, the last episode like ends with Angel going into the place and talking to the Doctor, uh, and this episode opens up with him still standing there. So I I don't know why this wasn't a two parter. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they all seem to really bleed into each other. But you've missed a part. It actually started with the recap. And the recap huh. started with your favorite image of the prof- Professor uh, <laughs> Mc- Mc- McDoing or whatever with his cross-eyed, cross-eyed look. It is, so. it is, it is a look. Eh? To, to be quite honest, Seth, you know what I do now? I hit play, and usually it's around like my lunchtime and stuff. So I'll hit play. As like Previously on X-Men, I have time to get my food. I heat it up. I might go to the washroom quick. I'll grab my food. I'll sit down. By the time everything's done, it's like the episode's actually about to start. So, you do all of that in like I—I I mean, it's—it's—it takes a while, but it's like <laughs> it's like t- two minutes. That's a lot of stuff to cram into two minutes, Matt. Maybe I don't do all of that at once, okay, but I do good. do a lot. I do do a lot of that during the two minutes of it opening. I just hit play. I'm like, all right, I'll grab my uh, food from the uh, microwave. I put it on a table. I'll go use the washroom, wash my hands, grab a drink, come, and I was like, oh, look, it's, it's, it's finally starting. Yes, but you were saying it starts off... Yeah, Angel's there, he's talking to the doctor, and he's like, I want to be cured. He's like, I don't want to be a freak anymore, and you've ruined that for me, because I'm just... Because that, cause that way he says, like, I don't want to be a freak. Or like, or like, or like I want to be this not a freak. This beautiful just, man. Yeah, like, this... Stunning human Adonis who's just standing there with like beautiful angel wings that can be hidden ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, right. That that the, this is the person who is the the freak who needs to be cured. He might look a little bit lumpy if he's going out uh, like surfboarding or something with like a wetsuit, but other than <laughs> that, it, it, I mean, really, just. Just whip the wings out, and just l- the people will adore you. He he goes for the procedure, and then Mystique just for no reason just gets a little bit risky because all of a sudden she turns into Mystique to laugh at him evilly, 
before the the procedure starts like what if he was powerful enough to break out like rogue did you don't know that yeah <laughs> it was a risky gambit to do just to be like haha you fool prior yeah. to him being well, zapped here's what i have to say people need to start asking more questions when the treatments that they're getting involve shackles and restraints i mean just <laughs> take a second and ask hey I noticed that you're put, restraining my wrists and my ankles. Is that uh, necessary? You know, just just take a pause and just you know <laughs> consult your physician before you let them, uh, you know, tie you down to a table. I, I got to say too that I, I I thoroughly love some of the lines that Apocalypse says throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. I like when he goes uh, like something along the lines of. Uh, yeah, like Mystique again. Every time Apocalypse shows up, Mystique's like, <gasps> like a shock because he just pops out of nowhere, right? Um, and then he's like, uh, like another person is is ready uh, to be part of your uh, whatever experiment that he wants to do. He's like, yes, the cries of the future being born, right? <laughs> like okay, a little, little like again, wordy lines that you wouldn't necessarily expect in a a kids' TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, as for what you're saying about Mystique, I guess I guess the uh, through line for bad guys in this series is the bigger they are, the 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 lighter they are in their feet, little 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 tippy toes, like the sentinels <laughs> come out of nowhere. Uh, this guy is just like uh, just quiet little feet. <laughs> But we've been spoiled in the previous episodes, because I have a note on here that Angel's scream was good, but not as good <laughs> as Rogue's or Storm's. Uh, I don't... Oh, is it... Oh, screaming when the... Uh, They're torturing him. Should, or okay, yeah, him. the dark and stormy night. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not it's not as uh, good as not like, as horrific, not as horrific as yeah yeah. I'm not sure if "good's" the right word here. Not as horrific as Storm and Rogues. All right, so uh, we, that starts with Adler's lab. Then we cut to the bar. So back here, and we, I, it starts off with "I want my cure." And uh, my comment was, "Look, buddy, they don't cure really bad bowl cut bowl haircuts. <laughs> That's a bad haircut." That yeah, that's not one of the cures, and they chose this guy. Apocalypse chose that guy. <laughs> Is the one lady that who who talks after him was she not in the Morlock? Yeah, episode? I'm pretty sure that was <laughs> one of the Morlocks. A Morlock. We represent the Morlock <laughs> Guild. How how did she make it all the way there when she just has she's so hideous that you can't even look at her. How did she make it all the way there? Because uh-huh. the Morlocks shunned from society. I don't know how she could got, get on a plane and arrive there. Well, let's look at that trench coat and that, that <laughs> toque or beanie, whatever you want to call it, people. Uh, what was her power? I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't you, 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 we've both mentally blocked out the Morlocks. <laughs> well, what did she do in this episode? Because I know that she and What's-His-Face fought, so she she threw a stool. Oh, I don't have that written down. I don't, I don't okay. remember that specifically. <laughs> did you just watch it 20 minutes ago? I did, yeah, but I was, oh, thinking, okay. I was, I was retaking some of the notes, so oh, I was looking okay. up and down on the screen. Up and down. Okay, yeah. Well, anyways, they, uh, they start a bar fight, uh, or... I don't know if it starts a fight. They throw a stool, and that's when it's revealed that our, our X-Men are 
uh, they're just having like just the just the oddest little bar. Like, what is it? What food does this bar serve? <laughs> it's like it's like a tray in the middle of the table for like four people, and it looks like a spam sandwich, two cherries, and a maroon baby doll T-shirt. I I don't know what this <laughs> restaurant serves. They have unique uh, a unique Cuisine? culture on Muir, yeah. Muir Island. So, yeah. well, it's, it, yeah, is this Irish or Scottish? I can't remember. Scotland. And then Angel walks in. He's like, "I have been cured. No longer am I uh, a freak. You too can be cured if you go see Atler." And then like Cyclops is hyper aggressive about it. Like, <laughs> I have Cyclops winds out a line. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he's like, uh, he's just like, he's like, he's so happy. He's like, I've been cured. <laughs> Finally, I'm so happy. He's like, but there's nothing to be cured. <laughs> like, just right, right in his face. He's like, why don't you look me in the eye and tell me? He's like, gladly. And starts like to lower his visors. They're like, Cyclops. I'm like, that would have killed him. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, oh, calm down, man. Hey, didn't didn't you give the speech about how it's everybody's choice in the last episode, Cyclops? I mean, come well, on. Just, just a few moments ago, Rogue was like, you know, it just take some of us a, a little while to, a little, some of us hard-headed people a little while to understand. And he, like, touched her hand, and he's like, it's okay, Rogue. It's and okay. he's like, I've been cured. And he's like, you son of a... <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just super angry. Yeah. Uh, and then, so it's it's they find out that so the uh, angel uh, Warren he comes in and he does his thing, which mm-hmm. you know, it's actually we find out later mystique in disguise. But he says everybody it's I'm cured, uh, and then he leads this like revolution with uh, everybody that's been there waiting. This restaurant bar full of uh, mutants, and they follow him out, and they they go and. <laughs> And then Professor X says, well, it's time to leave. And I'm just like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You came all this way to find out if this cure thing was legitimate. And the second you have confirmation from somebody, something to actually look into, you're going to just pack up and leave? Like, why were they waiting around? Well, I like that. He's, he's, He's very committed uh, apocalypse to uh, like symbolism and all that kind of stuff because there's definitely more than four people there he could have recruited, mm-hmm. but he but he had to have the four horsemen uh, imagery in order for it to happen. He, if he had more people, arguably maybe his plan would have worked, <laughs> but he had to go with the uh, the four horsemen uh, trope. And biblical with it, I, I appreciate that. I do like that when uh, also like Archangel shows up. He's like, like, uh, like I'm no longer Angel. I thought overall that that was actually a cool little design. And then again, you've ruined you, you're slowly ruining X Men for me. You're um, because he goes, uh, he does his little speech, and then he shoots like a monitor, and destroys it. I'm like, they really have no regard. <laughs> For cost, like you did not need to shoot that monitor that they were actively watching stuff with. Yeah, which for some reason they have cameras in the bar, but uh, that's the weird thing. Mm-hmm. But he just 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 shot and destroyed it for no reason. Again, now I, I know in previous episodes we've talked about like, do we remember this episode? Do we not remember this episode? Mm. I can say I remember this episode. 
um, just because of how dark it is. Because like the next scene is like Apocalypse like doing his like dark little speech with his head like over top of uh, people being tortured with the device doing the screams. Yeah. Right? A, a beautiful shot, right? But, like, I remember as a kid being like, like, holy crap, this is dark. <laughs> right? Like, like it's like being like, um, just seeing like all the people like turned evil and stuff like that. I am the instrument to purify the world. Um, I swear he, I swear Apocalypse said excrement there. I am the excrement to purify the world. But anyways. Okay. Again, uh, good good dialogue for a kid's TV show. Yeah. Either way. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, no, definitely a dark episode. The weirdest horses in the world, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's all, I that's, would say that's, so. That's all I'm going to say. Is just all, I'm like, oh, man, their design's really cool. Everything's really cool. And they go into, like, if they, if they made, like, Gumby... And, uh, his, <laughs> like his his horse, like a little bit more pokey. Uh, pokey. If they made, if they made a, a robot pokey, that's like what they ride in on. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird why bo- why bother animating the horses moving? Just yeah, just yeah, hovering horses. No saddles. Just go on the horse bareback, and it's just <laughs> I guess just try and keep up as it uh, uh, re- projects across the screen. Or the air. Then they go to the mansion. How uh, how how do they leave though, Seth? The horses. Uh, yeah, the ho- the horsemen. How do they leave the scene? Mm. They blow a hole in the roof uh, yes. <laughs> and go flying out. The, the X the X Men <laughs> uh, exit strategy of choice. Uh, <laughs> just wanton destruction in this case they're the bad guys so they should but yeah if you'd think he'd want to keep the place in good condition so he could as you say uh in case these four don't work out maybe maybe we should get some more mutants so maybe keep the building in good condition but i guess not and then we cut to the mansion where they're playing pool, which they could have continued at the bar. Just stick, stuck around a little <laughs> bit longer. But no, they go back to the mansion and and pick up a pool pool, uh, pool cues and start playing. And then I, know they, this, I know where this is going. Go on. That's, that, well, that's, that's my note. Where is he going? Because Gambit... All of a sudden, start oh. getting pervy what, yeah, again. What is that? <laughs> what, how is that going to help blowing up the tip of the pool cue? How is that going to help him make his shot? He's like, how about the winner gets a kiss? Oh, I yeah. don't. I don't. What, what was the line? Hold oh, on, oh, I've written down. You can drain my energy anytime. I'm yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Gambit. <laughs> at, at, at the start of this. When we started this whole thing, you're like, "Who's your favorite character?" I'm like, "I really liked Gambit," <laughs> and I and I'm reading, I'm like going through the episode, I'm like, "Oh, I liked a monster." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I take oh, that back. Oh, Matthew, uh, no, no. <laughs> get that, get that time machine. We're doing time travel soon, right? For the X Men, let's get that. <laughs> I, I liked Wolverine. So. Yeah, I uh, you got the creeper one. That's good. That's good, Matt. Good job. Um, yeah, so he's in. He's still in full creep mode, and <laughs> then we then we swing to the uh, the peace conference, and uh, the four horsemen uh, just start wreaking havoc. 
Uh, oh, the, I, the, the, to me, I found it very, very funny when a show is like, for some reason, Apocalypse, like this intimidating guy, he decides to make his entrance by blending in as a gargoyle for mm-hmm. some reason, and, and it's being like, I'll give you your future right now. <laughs> this is the yeah. way he's saying, like, he quickly rushed right now. I just thought it was, a, it was a weird entrance. Like he's such an intimidating character, and I thought that was such a silly, <laughs> a silly way for for him to show up. That that does beg the question. Like, it, I would I would like uh, like to to see just a, a, a little bit like the day before uh, the attack or all these villains. Like, do they? You think they plan out? Like, okay. Okay, tomorrow's the peace <laughs> conference. I'm gonna. Uh, where, where should I go? Let's plan this out. I I will hide myself up there, and then just when this happens, is is there a just just him there for hours as a gargoyle? He's like, oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be so good. Oh, okay, okay. Now oh, they're starting. This is good. This is good. Okay, I can finally pop down. Oh wait, no. The event organizer is signaling that he has to go to the bathroom. Okay, so he's gonna stay here a little bit longer. Okay, must be having some problems in the toilet in the in the loo. Come on, come on. <clears throat> Your future is right now. Your future is right now. Your future is <laughs> rehearsing the line. Yeah. But but I like when he shows up there because obviously the first thing to have to show up is tanks that shoot lasers. Okay, well yeah, but <laughs> I, this one, this one, I was a little bit more, I was a little bit more uh, okay with this one because it's like it's like a big like UN peace conference. Well, maybe not. I shouldn't. I don't know if there should be tanks at a peace conference, but there's like this is a big UN event. So, it's not like it's New York City at 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 2 p.m. why are there tanks there? But yeah, no, it's just like once again tanks are just at the ready. The whole destruction scene was pretty cool though. I like what uh like the the Eiffel Tower gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, which which looks like it was made of sticks for some reason. Um, when it shows, and then the X Men are watching it all, right? Like they're 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 watching it in the mansion, and I was just like, uh, Xavier's like, oh, this is what I feared. He's like with the people who made the uh, the Sentinels and Magneto. Like, Magneto, we could at least reason with them, but we can't reason with him. I'm like, do you? Could you really reason with Magneto though? Because I don't. I think you tried and failed. Yeah. One time we've we've seen it, and then like you had to like mind torture him with some childhood trauma just to end the fight. I agree that it, there's a lot. It seems like there's they allude to a lot of. In some ways, it seems like we're picking up right in and at the beginning of this all this mutant stuff. In some ways, in this show, but then uh, every now and then they allude to like maybe they've fought. Like uh, big stuff before that, like they allude to bigger things that happen in the universe, uh, with with lines like that. It's like, okay, so have there been people other than Magneto or or whatever? But and this is the first time they're seeing this. Uh, you know, I, I I picture the Batman thing. Like some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah, 
what, what what's the line that he says? Uh, oh, something like uh, I don't have the whole line written down, but he's like, each generation calls out for a new world, but each one is too weak that follows. Like something like that again. <laughs> like, like, like I'm like I actively like I'm like this is a kids show. Like these are like like some deep philosophical lines for like a a kids yeah. show. Like when when you think of like some of the kids show now, it's just like fart jokes and whatnot. Yeah, well, I I have to say I said it last time, but I I, I, I stick by it. I really like Apocalypse. This yeah. the, the character in general, the way they're portraying him here, his powers very cool. Like the he, he jumps down. First of all, he shapeshifts the gargoyle. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a shapeshifter. All right, but then he jumps down and just immediately starts. Uh, mass expanding, growing. So it's very, very cool. Uh, I en- I enjoyed it. Uh, and then we cut, we cut, to, we cut to Rogue because uh, Xavier sent her to Mirror Island to see what was happening because he made the connection that which they never should have left. Why did you leave <laughs> Mirror Island? Yeah, if you Rogue, were there, go back to Mirror Island. Why did we leave? We were just there hours ago, Professor. Um, but when, I like whenever they go to, I, I wound it a few times, but whenever they go to the island, they add a little bit of bagpipes to the music. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it? That's it's another... That, that's this my is, note. This has been Needle Drop with Matt. The, the <laughs> section of the show where Matt points out the, um, the different music used throughout the episode. Uh, at the fight, I noticed they shoot, uh, they tag team, they get get they're losing but then the x-men rally and they get they get together and they start using their powers as a team and then they uh in mid-flight they get the uh what's it pestilence the the woman oh yeah knock her off the horse holy crap she drops hundreds of feet and it's like normally in cartoons it's like when they land it'll cut away or something or it'll be like a puff of cloud or something like that but she just falls right onto a bus in like a very like it's 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 middle distance and it's just and it was like the most realistic fall i've ever seen if if the if she had have just exploded in blood and guts, I would not have been the slightest bit surprised. It was just a very intense, like whoa! They just let that woman fall. I, again, I, I I really like this fight scene. Um, I thought that the uh, her voice over was a little weird, right? Uh-huh. It's like hey, it's pestilence. Like I don't know, it's like a, like a weird, like a, kind of like an old woman kind of thing. Um, I do like that. Like moments yeah. later, when the other uh, four horsemen go, they also lift like Wolverine really high up. He also falls very high. He also lands on a car, but mm-hmm. he like, <laughs> but he, but he can bounce back from that easily. Yeah. I'm like, we, we know he's fine, but her is just like. <laughs> but when they're at the Muir Island though, with uh, with Rogue, I like how like the was uh, Statler is that his name? Uh, was, Adler. Atler, that's what it was, right? Yeah. I like that. Like Mystique turns back to like Mystique, and like there's like no rogues. Like, oh, so you've shown your true colors. Like, no, no shock at all that this man just materialized into a blue woman. But, uh, the, but then like Mystique like immediately like rats on Apocalypse, and then uh, Rogue goes to let her go, and she grabs like the gun that's taped underneath the table and shoots Rogue in the back, and they have a little fight mm-hmm. scene. I like that. I thought it was a good little twisty moment of like who can trust who, uh, 
kind of like almost like a spy film kind of thing. I, I like that a lot. They they end up at uh, Stonehenge, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, I like the, the the four horsemen show up. Like like to be to be quite honest, like only one of their people was heard, and they came back. Like we failed. <laughs> well, you three could have kept fighting. You kind of hightailed it. But um, and then, like, Roe goes, uh, and then all the other X-Men, they started, like, another fight scene there. I really like the fight scenes throughout this episode. I thought they were well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think the whole episode is done, uh, well done. Yeah, the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole episode is very well done. But, again, it's, like, from scene to scene, um, I, I, I really liked the, uh, again, like, they're having a really cool fight scene, a lot of, like, good moments throughout it. Um, I liked the guy who's all about war every time he like shoots something he like puts his hands together in front of him and like, and, like that's the cue yeah that's like a cue to do it I, I just like that little touch um but then like rogue coming up and uh, I, I, I like the fact that her touching angel absorbing some of his powers uh leads to him getting some clarity and he's able like to shoot the other one that like the story itself kind of like came full circle whereas like she was the one who wanted her powers least but it was her powers that saved everyone from the what apocalypse was i thought that was a good like full circle moment mhm well uh, yeah i i was a little bit distracted because um her she got uh the i guess during the battle her cuz she normally has like her her uniform and then she has like this uh, mid mid high jacket that she wears. Yeah, yeah, At yeah, some yeah, point, yeah. that had that had to have gotten blown off. And is that yeah. point that I realized, you know, without that jacket on, if it weren't for the coloring, Rogue would just be completely naked. Like it's <laughs> it, it, there's nothing to that cost. It's so skin tight. And there was one scene where it was like she the apocalypse like knocked her to the ground, and it was like this rear butt shot and i was very uncomfortable because it looked like something out of playboy or something i was like oh my goodness what is this what is everything so very detailed in this kids show so yeah she lost lost the jacket when apocalypse was shooting lasers at her and it burned her jacket away yeah I I, i thought it was a weird thing i'm like i don't understand why he would just like just target the jacket but I was confused at the end because it's like because Rogue because uh, Angel's like thank you, uh, and and Rogue's like I I took away the piece of evil that was in you and now it's with me now. Does she does she keep ev- like a piece of everything she absorbs? I I don't think uh, like well it, um, I don't think so normally. I think the, the powers always fade. I think part of the canon is that memories. She struggles because she's got all these other people's memories and and stuff and emotions. I think that sticks around, but she doesn't keep powers except for, I guess, if they're... Again, I'm not an expert in X-Men, but from what I understand, she has her flight and ne- her strength and near invulnerability. She got that from... I'm pretty sure when she, in the comics, uh, touched Captain Marvel, I want to say. Um, and because, I guess, she's so powerful or whatever, those powers kind of stuck around for, for, for good. Um, but in general, she doesn't keep powers. Oh, okay. But it might be like more like the uh, 
the memories of evil and all that. All I'll say is this, this was a great episode. Mm-hmm. Like for, I enjoyed from, it. From, from bell to bell, like every little thing that I had to say, like every little minor thing that I had to say was just that. It was minor. It was just a fantastic thing. So I was like, again, like this is... I, I, I hope I'm not grading it on a curve because we were like... We had to go through some <laughs> not so great things, yeah. but I mean, like if this is how we're leading out of the season, it's, oh, be- yeah, I mean, it's better than right? the uh, yeah, it's better than the middle dip. Yes, there was there was was a middle dip. I, I again, like it got to the point. I, I think we're with the, again. I go back to that juggernaut episode, where it's just like <laughs> uh, we we're, were watching it, and I and I was like almost worried to hit play on the next episode because I was like. If it's as bad as that, <laughs> I don't know if I want to keep going through this, yeah. right? But but it, I, but again, it's it's it proved to sell quite well. Yeah. Well, that that's not that doesn't that one doesn't have my vote for the worst episode, as we all know. But yeah, I yeah <laughs> definitely it was not uh, definitely not the pinnacle. Yeah, I think that's the episode. Yeah, that was good. It was, it was a good episode. I really I thir- I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was very happy with it. I'm excited to see the because coming up next is a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Which this we'll, one we'll tackle uh, that in one episode. I'm assuming, and, eh? And, and yes, yes, uh, yeah. Was, uh, the this episode didn't. There's no no to be continued. So yeah, this this two-parter looks like it's going to be the very beginning of a uh, of a storyline. So if uh, if for some reason you've just been listening to us talk and haven't been watching the shows uh people this might be a good one to jump in on who knows i haven't watched it yet so uh, i'm currently up to date on where i've watched two-parter days of future past storyline we'll see how close it matches up i actually have this comic so this is one of the instances in which uh, I actually have read this the comic book storyline, so we'll see how close they match up. So I'll have to brush up on it before before I watch the episode or before we record next week. But oh, <laughs> I have yeah. So I, I wrote down. So next up, watch Days of Future Past episodes one and two. Matt and I are going to be covering both of them. Uh, the thumbnail on part two on Disney Plus. Uh, is Gambit having tied up a woman and pointing a gun at her head? So keeping <laughs> keeping things on brand for him. My favorite I'm pretty, character. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking. I'm pretty sure that it, that thumbnail image is out of context. I'm pretty sure he probably comes across a woman who's been tied up and then just like picks up a gun. But the thumbnail, it just looks like he's holding a woman hostage, which. Is in the natural progression for what I've seen from Gambit thus far in this series. <laughs> now it's time for the Repeatable Lounge, where Matt and Seth just shoot the breeze and talk about what's on their mind. I was watching, uh, I, okay, you said you've seen all the way through Midnight Mass, right? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. I finally, okay, uh, I saw episode three. My, possible spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen uh, the series yet, but I watched episode three, which is where you finally see, again, spoilers, I'll give everybody time to rush to the to the, to the radio. No. Anyways, spoilers, <laughs> um, we see the vampire at the end of episode three, so it turns out that the father 
I can't remember his name. Uh, the the young father who comes to town is actually the old father that went to to Israel and uh, got lost. So it's actually him. Uh, and we see the vampire. So after I saw that, remember I told you we talked about how like I don't like uh, I don't like not that I don't like it, but I find that I lose interest after we see the 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 bad guy or we see yep. the monster. And you said, no, 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 that's not the case. So I didn't really, I, I wasn't pumped about seeing episode four because I'd seen the monster already. But my goodness, I walked around dazed after watching episode four. It's just, I, I was, it was so intense and so unexpected. And uh, you, you, you were right. It, this show does not uh, let up. I'm assuming it's not going to let up from here on out, but I was just no. like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I, granted, I, I, I just had a, a rough uh, day, you know, with kids. You have, you have your, your days. <laughs> kids. I had spent that day uh, uh, breaking up fights and, and uh, I hate you, blah, 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 dealing with that. So I could have just been dazed from that. But also the episode, I'm sure, contributed. So it was just like a very intense episode, number four. It was, uh, I, I, I still remember sitting across from my wife, we're watching this, and like looking at her, I'm like, is this a vampire show? Right? Oh, you didn't know that at this at that point. No, because because again, we're, we're we're watching it, and it's like it's a, it's a very kind of like creepy town with some weird stuff happening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like I don't know, like I wasn't like to me the the tone of it wasn't going to be like oh this is going to switch into like a vampires, and all of a sudden I'm like that I'm like, but I'm like that is a really cool take on a vampire story. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess this is where. We could continue our discussion about spoilers. Um, I, did you watch this in like when it was recently out? Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. So this is where because I guess I guess for me I'd had that it's vampire thing spoiled. So maybe this is where I should be more uh, sacrosanct about spoilers because that very much could have been uh, coloring my viewing experience because I, I wasn't surprised at all that this is a vampire story but now that you mention it may, maybe that would have been a big reveal for me I don't know and like I said like the whole episode like the, again like this, there's so much about the show I was in this see now that you keep uh, <laughs> saying it I was like I wish I could go back and just watch it again because it was just I was blow I, I was blown away I, like, I went to uh, work and I was like telling people like look you gotta watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you gotta see it. It's one of those shows where I'm like, I know that I suggest weird things in the past, but I, but I really do, honestly think that this is worth your time. I know I only ever talk about Twin Peaks constantly, which I do a, which I do a lot. <laughs> I feel sorry for my coworkers. I do oh my, he's just bringing it up on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Fitting into every every broad every uh, every story. I was, trying, I was trying to look up while we're talking an episode of a recap of episode four, just so I could talk more details. But I, I don't want to risk giving anything else away. So. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, is you, you watching anything interesting right now? Uh, z- z- no. It's you, hard. It's hard being a father of young children and and getting content in, isn't it? 
But I do watch. Uh, we have been up to date. There's a, a YouTube series called uh, "Are You Scared?" <gasps> oh no, I was thinking of something different. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> and it's uh, <clears throat> it's from the people who did uh, the BuzzFeed Unsolved, where those guys would go and they'd look at like haunted homes and stuff like that. The Ryan and Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they tell uh, there's like how they claim is like they tell some of the internet's scariest stories so that people like submit like scary stories and stuff that they've written and like that Ryan reads it out loud um, and they have some just a little bit of animation like drawings in between uh, and then as he narrates the stories and then it'll cut back to them like theorizing where the story is going to go or making jokes about stuff that's happening and as it goes along it's a, it's a very good series it's, it's the only reason it started was because of the pandemic because they were trying to figure out something that they could still do for content mm-hmm. but people liked it so much that they have continued it which i'm very thankful for okay well i i'll have to check that out but i gasped because i thought you were going to bring up on youtube there's a series called have you ever heard of don't hug me i'm scared no Oh, you got to check that out. It's it's a it's a series, but it's only like uh, like seven episodes, and each episode is like around the five minute, five to eight minute mark. It's a it's a it's a dissection of kids and ent- children's entertainment, and it's puppet characters. But boy, is it creepy! So you should oh. ch- check that out when you got uh, like I don't know half an hour to spare check out the whole series sounds good to me yeah okay well all right well i'm gonna I, go because i got I, my, I gotta take my kids to uh a doctor's appointment <laughs> oh that's exciting uh well don't I let know. me ramble on matt your kids are something i don't know whatever 